Welcome to Geeks and Peeps, you little cotton-headed ninny-muggins. Today on our valiant return, we will be talking about three popular Christmas movies. Those being... Elf, Christmas Vacation, and A Christmas Story. Where you will start with Elf and end with A Christmas Story, which means Christmas Vacation is in the middle. Um, because I can count. And by the end of this, you might be shooting your eye out from our ramblings. So, there we go. Um, we're going to... Here, here's our plan for the day. This is our, this is our second Geeks and Peeps um, podcast. Our first months one... later. <laughs> a few months later. So, back in May, this is now uh, December 24th, 2018, um, uh-huh. that we are recording this. I'm not sure when this will be posted, but uh, this recorded the night before Christmas, 2018. Our first podcast was back in Memorial Day, back in May when we saw Solo. And so we focused on just that one movie and broke it down, gave our thoughts on it, and you learned a little bit about us then. But um, now it's time for Christmas. And so we have three movies that we want to talk about here, but uh, we don't think this podcast will be quite as long. No. So what what's kind of our game plan today? So... We will be going over a short recap of each movie um, at the end, kind of giving our favorite scenes from the movie, um, giving it a rating, what, kind of what we liked about it, what we disliked, and we will try to recall the first time we watched each of these movies, or the most recent time. Yeah, this is kind of a fun thing for us, watching uh, Christmas movies. Of course, Christmas carols, all, there's all sorts of traditions this time of year, and, and watching these three movies have been uh, traditions for us at least for the last three years, um, maybe longer than that, but uh, definitely the last three. So um, the first one we will start with is Elf, starring Will Ferrell. This came out in 2004. It's uh, about 95 minutes. It's directed by John Favreau from uh, Iron Man fame. Um, Will Ferrell, of course, very funny. James Caan is also in it. Uh, Zoe Deschanel, uh, who's wonderful. Um, and so, great cast, great director. Um, there was there were high hopes for this film. I remember seeing this one in the theater. Dominic had yet to be born, so he was not seeing this one in the theater when it came out. However, he has seen it in the theater more recently than I have. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Ooh, two weeks ago, I think it was, um, we went down to an AMC theater. Seats were pretty nice. They were comfy. They actually reclined. Not many theaters do that nowadays. Um, yeah, it was as good as always. Um, Will Ferrell, great. Yeah, yeah so... Don, why don't you tell us a little bit about the what, what's the the main main storyline from Elf? Well, this guy named Buddy the Elf, he thinks he's an elf, but he is actually a human. He finds this out at the beginning of the movie, and Santa tells him that his father lives in the magical land of New York City. So he sets out on an on an adventure to go and find him, and he's a little cranky at first, but. Uh, he warms up to Buddy, and they become a family, along with his um, younger brother. Yeah, and he finds true love as well, right? Mm-hmm. With Zoe Deschanel. Uh, I can't remember her character's name now all of a sudden. Jovi. Jovi, that's right, yeah, which is a great great name. Um, 
So that's uh, that's kind of the brief overview of, of Elf. Uh, again, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time breaking down plots and characterizations and things like that because, uh, again, these are traditional movies, uh, certainly for this generation, and so we think you've probably uh, seen these already and at least know the gist of what they are. Elf certainly is one of the most quoted movies <laughs> of the last oh, 15 years, certainly around this time of year, so I'm sure that will factor into some of our moments. Um, so let's uh, start giving our, our favorite moments from the show. We'll start with our third favorite, then second favorite, then first favorite. And um, since I've been rambling, I'm going to let Dominic start off then. So what's your third favorite moment from the 2004 movie Elf? All right, so these don't really have a particular order. I'll just uh, list the one that I have down as number three. Um, some of the mo- uh, the moments between Buddy and Jovi, uh, like their first meeting and the uh, scene where she is in the shower and Buddy starts singing along with her. Uh, number two is the drunken mailroom scene. I think <laughs> that was funny. Um, I don't know. Buddy, drunk Buddy is great. Let's say that. Um, how do I not have this on there? Well, okay. I do not have the line that I started this podcast out with on here, um, but I do have this. Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. <laughs> yeah, the narwhal. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's such a funny scene, too. It's animated in the old mm-hmm. like, 1960s uh, Christmas shows. So, yeah, that was really charming. Um, okay, so for mine, my number three moment was uh, when Buddy is... Uh, kind of dropping into the meeting with the famous writer who happens to be um, a small person and uh, with a big ego. Mm -hmm. And uh, Buddy keeps calling him an elf. And uh, the the writer, of course, um, becomes angrier and angrier. And Buddy says, he's an angry elf. And then he jumps up onto the table, races down and kicks Buddy's tail. I think that's hilarious. I maybe have a four-year-old sense of humor, but I think that's really <laughs> funny. I still do. Um, yeah, I had forgotten about that, actually, up until now, until you mentioned it. It's probably in my top three somewhere. Also, Tyrion Lannister is one of my favorite characters of all time, so uh, same actor. Um, that may have influenced my decision on that one, too. Um, my number two moment is when Buddy first arrives at his father's uh, building and the secretary mistakes him for um, a singing a singing telegram or something like that. And she asks, who sent you? And he goes, Papa Elf. She goes, Papa Elf? Just totally playing into it. I don't, her delivery is, uh, is brilliant on that one. Uh, Amy Sudeikis, I believe is her name. Uh, and she's brilliant. Um, so anyway, that was, uh, that's a high point for me. It always makes me laugh. Papa Elf! Um... And then uh, my last one is similar to, to one of Dom's, actually. I, the, the, what makes the movie work for me is the, the uh, relationship between Buddy and Jovi. And so their duet when they sing Baby It's Cold Outside um, is wonderful. Will Ferrell has a surprisingly good voice. Zoe Deschanel has a terrific voice. Um, and in fact, if you like her singing, she has a couple of albums, I believe, with a group called She and Him, uh, where she sings with a male singer. Oddly enough, and um, uh, it's really good. So, uh, yes, I th- those are my three moments from Elf. Okay, 
Okay. Uh, do we want to go over our rating now or at the end? Let's go ahead and do our, our rating, and then we'll uh, we'll rank the movies at the end. All right. Um, so how are we going to rank them? 1 to 12 days of Christmas. 12 being... 12 days of Christmas being the best days of Christmas. Um, and I would give Elf a 10 out of 12 days of Christmas. All right. Um, rationale behind your 10 out of 12? Why'd you pick 10? Well, I did really like this movie. I thought the humor was great. There were just some parts that were a little dry for me. Um, overall, it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be very similar to Dominic. I'm going to go with a 9 out of 12. I, I do remember when this hit theaters, it was a huge deal because of the star power behind it. And you know we're always looking for another movie that might crack into the... Um, you know, into the sphere of Christmas movies that we all watch every year. We're always there's always Christmas movies that come out. Usually they disappoint. They're not very good. But this one seemed like it had a lot going for it, and surprisingly, it has stayed up. It it let me down a little bit, and I'm with Don there. If it's, it's I was surprised that it's only 95 minutes. Um, when I I thought for sure it was at least two hours. Uh, when I was looking up the times on these, because it just it feels a little longer to me than both Vacation or Christmas Story. Um, and so that's the only reason that I would dock it um, a, a few a few days of Christmas. But still, nine days of Christmas is better than no days of Christmas. So Elf, mm -hmm. a very strong uh, leadoff for us here. All right. Is it time to go on vacation? Mm-hmm. A Christmas vacation. <laughs> Why do we do this? I'm not entirely sure. Anyways, let's do our short recap on A Christmas Vacation. Uh, Christmas Vacation uh, follows in the footsteps of uh, Vacation and European Vacation, which preceded this one. Um, this is, uh, I believe, the only one that's PG-13. Maybe European Vacation was too, but uh, that one's mostly forgettable. Um, so Christmas Vacation, this time, instead of uh, the Griswolds going someplace else, everyone's coming to visit the Griswolds for Christmas, uh, including his, uh, his crazy cousin Eddie, and his mom and dad, and uh, his wife's mom and dad, and uh, he's all excited about getting a Christmas bonus this year so that he can put in a new swimming pool in the backyard of his house. Um, and so that's, uh, that's kind of the gist of it. Hilarity ensues on this Christmas staycation. That's what they should have called it, because that's what it is. He stays home. It's a staycation. Sure. Sure. We'll just go with that. Um, pretend you thought it was funny, all right? All right. Uh, that, by the way, that came out in 1989. It's uh, 97 minutes, directed by Jeremiah C. Chechik. And uh, I saw this one in the theater as well. Uh, I saw it with my family. I would have been uh, 13 years old when this came out, and I thought it was hysterical then. Um, I, I think I actually may get more of the jokes now than I did when I was 13. Um, some of the moments land a little more for me than they did back then. Some of the jokes uh, I probably liked better back then, and I don't like as much now. But um, it has held up. I still look forward to watching this one at least once every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Should we list our top three moments? Sure. All right. I will let you go first this time. Okay. Uh, I'll start with number three. And 
number three is actually the very first scene in the movie. They're in the car, and <laughs> mom and dad are singing the Christmas carols. They're singing Deck the Halls. Mm-hmm. They try to get the kids to join in, who are both, we've got a preteen and a very strong teenager, and uh, neither one of them wants a thing to do. But the parents just keep singing along anyway. So uh, that scene, again, is one of those that always makes me laugh. Um, then for my number two moment, it's, I'm kind of lumping in several into one, so I'm cheating a little bit. Um, basically any dialogue between Clark and cousin Eddie is gold throughout the whole movie. There's, there's really no point during the movie when those two are speaking to each other that it isn't entertaining. Um, so again, some of those I have maybe enjoyed a little more now than I did back in the day, but, um, that's, uh. That's my number two moments. Um, but then number one, easily, hands down, is Clark's colossal meltdown when he finds out that his Christmas bonus is not going to be a financial bonus, but rather the Jelly of the Month Club, and uh, he gives his famous uh, his famous speech. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so those are, my, those are my three favorite moments from vacation. I had forgotten about that last one. Um, my number three best moment has got to be the scene when, uh, they do the lights, like when it doesn't work and then when (laughs) it comes on and the reaction of the neighbors. I really enjoyed that. And my number two is actually very similar to my dad's, um, most scenes with, uh, Cousin Eddie. Um, not necessarily their dialogue between Clark and him. Most scenes with him, I thought he does kind of steal the show, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Then my number one spot is got to be the beginning scene, (laughs) (laughs) and for pretty much all the reasons that um, my dad said. And kind of inspired by that first scene, this year uh, we actually went out and chopped down our own Christmas tree, which we had never done before. Mm Mm-hmm. Not quite as catastrophic, but still fun. Uh, it was a weird day. It was like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, lukewarm hot chocolate or lukewarm chocolate, I should just say. Yeah, they served lukewarm chocolate. This was the weekend after Thanksgiving and it was 70 degrees and sunny in Oklahoma. Amazing. Um, but we did it. We went out. We chopped down our own tree. It's still standing. We have not burned down the house and it's the night before Christmas. So success mm-hmm. all around. The um, cat's dead. And... We have not fried any cats. See, there's so many good moments in this. The fried cat scene could easily be in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I always always makes me laugh um, that I didn't include on here is when um, they're sitting down to eat the turkey and yeah. Clark cuts mm-hmm. into it and it goes... <laughs> that one made me laugh when I was 13. I'm 42 now and it still makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, your rating on vacation... I would give it 11 out of 12 days of Christmas. Yep, I'm, I'm going to go the same. I'm going to say 11 out of 12 for vacation. Um, I'll dock it one day just because a few of the jokes don't land. And um, I don't know. It's, it's, it is a little risque, even for Christmas. Um, I don't know. There, there's a few... A few jokes, I guess, that um, maybe take away from it being a true family movie. <laughs> so because of that, and because Christmas is about family, I got to dock at that one point. But um, 
that's that's a soft uh, that's a soft knockoff. Um, very strong rating for Vacation, for me. Yeah, um, I thought that it was a really good movie, but I just I think a movie has to be like the best of the best to acquire Twelve Days of Christmas. So that's like all the days, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the, the, that's why I knocked it the one day too. Just it didn't there. It's just missing a little bit because it's not quite. A full-on family film, um, so it's not a perfect Christmas movie, but um, for those of us that are older, it is very funny and worthwhile watching. All right, what's next? A Christmas Story. This will be the last movie that we are reviewing in this podcast. Christmas Story came out in 1983. It is 98 minutes long, directed by Bob Clark. Um just kind of a brief background on this one. Um, it's based off of a, uh, very funny uh, story by Gene Shepard. Um, this was not expected to be a huge film. It was certainly not expected to, um, be the classic. I think that it has become, which is really interesting because everybody quotes this movie this time of year. Even people that generally hate Christmas movies still seem to kind of like Christmas story. Um, so tell us the the plot line of this one, Dominic. Um, so there's this kid. Um, what is he like? Eight years old, eight or nine. Um, and he really wants one main thing for Christmas, and that is the Red Ryder BB gun. And he is uh, put down because of it by multiple people, including his mom, dad, and teacher. Um, them, they all say the same thing to him, y'all shoot your eye out. <laughs> and he almost does, but not quite. He got lucky there at the end. <laughs> oh, and a pink bunny costume is involved, so it's got to be a plus. And a leg lamp is also in there. Oh, yes. Um, so all of that may factor in here. Let's uh, go ahead and break down our, our uh, three favorite moments from A Christmas Story. Um, so this one actually, this is the one, only one of the three I did not see in the theater. Um, but I've watched it every year since the mid eighties for sure. Whenever they started showing it on TNT, I think they used to show marathons of this. Um, prior to that, we, as a, as my family, when I was around Dominic's age, we would rent this movie or watch it on HBO or whatever it was on. Um, and so this one goes back a long ways, uh, for me. Um, so anyway, my, uh, top three moments on this one, my number three moment is, um, when Randy is at the dinner table and he's being difficult. This is very interesting. I, I found this very funny when I was a kid and I find it both funny and maddening now as an adult because I have uh, a child younger than Dominic. It's not Dom that, uh, is a picky eater. So I completely empathize with the parents, and while this scene is hysterical and disgusting at the same time, it uh, it makes sense, because this stuff actually happens. Uh, and that's one of the great things about the Christmas story, is so many of these scenes are relatable, these scenes and characters. Um, so anyway, the, the mom trying to get um, Randy to eat. How do piggies eat? And then Randy just goes face plants into the mm -hmm. meatloaf, and uh, that one's... Again, that one made me laugh when I was 10, and as a 40-year-old, it still makes me laugh. 
every time. Um, my second favorite scene is actually not all that funny, um, but it's the scene when Ralphie finally uh, snaps and beats the crap out of Scotty Farkas, uh, the bully. And when I was, especially when I was young, I loved, loved, loved that part because when I was a kid, I was a skinny little runt. I was the youngest kid in my class. Um, I was the exact opposite of the bully. I was quiet, shy, reserved, um, and again, very small. I wasn't going to pick a fight with anybody. And so I immediately kind of related to Ralphie and, you know, he liked to write. I liked to write. Um, I didn't have glasses, but, um, you know, I could definitely see, see myself in his shoes um, and and be around those friends and certainly not be friends with Scotty Farkas and to be on the other end of that. So when Ralphie finally uh, takes him down and gives the bully his coming to, uh, I just wanted to stand up and cheer every time. So uh, for sentimental reasons, I guess, <laughs> uh, that's my number two moment. And my number one moment is also sentimental, and um, this, interestingly, uh, the end of the movie, very end of the movie, when the mom and dad are sitting on the couch, and uh, the lights are out except for the lights on the Christmas tree, and there's snow falling outside, and uh, the kids are asleep in bed with their toys, um, and as it fades into the credits, I'm pretty sure that made me cry when I was 10, and again, as I'm in my 40s, it's it still brings a tear to my eye. I just think it's a really beautiful way to end a lovely story. So, um, that's my number one moment. All right. Well, I don't think any of my ratings are as sentimental as that. (laughs) Um, you're 12. You're not supposed to be sentimental yet. Um, anyways, I actually had forgot. Okay, so the thing is with this one, I just picked out three of my favorite moments. That's what I did with all of them. But there are just uh, a ton of good ones in this movie. It was harder with this one, actually. Um, for my number three ranking, I have the leg lamp scene. <laughs> um, the mom's reaction, the dad's reaction, Ralphie's reaction. I, I, I think it's pretty good. Um... Number two, the um, dogs next door, or what? Was the bumpuses. The bumpus yes, dogs. Yes, I love the bumpuses. Uh, Bumpus. Okay, um, dogs are my favorite. I love dogs. I love everything to do with dogs. So, and funny dogs. I like funny dogs. Um, so I think that's why I ranked that as my number two thing. Then number one is how do the little piggies eat? <laughs> um. I like it for some of the reasons that my dad said, and also, apparently, I don't remember this, but my little brother um, happened to reenact that scene at some point in the past. He most certainly did with um, spaghetti and meatballs, I believe, or or tortellini and meatballs. Yeah, so lots of lots of pizza sauce or lots of uh, marinara <laughs> sauce. That's what I remember. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think one of the reasons I ranked it as number one is because it reminds me of my little brother. So, um, yeah. That's kind of sentimental. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little sentimental. There you go. Yeah. My preteen has a heart. (laughs) You wouldn't think. Um, Now, what is your rating on A Christmas Story? Um, For A Christmas Story... um, 
I kind of go back and forth, but I think I've just got to go give it the full 12, uh, 12 days of Christmas. Um, you know, it is a little cornball-y sometimes and a little silly, and you can see, I mean, you can see moments where they had cut some corners on costs and things like that, and um, that's that's part of its charm, though, for me, and um, uh, again, this is, this is one movie, one Christmas movie that even people that generally do not like Christmas movies can at the very least quote back to you. Um, so these, these iconic scenes, and they've been there with me throughout, um, well, let's see, 1983, I was seven years old. So for most of my life, this movie has been around and I've probably seen it every Christmas for at least 25 years, <laughs> uh, maybe longer than that. Um, and, uh, I still get enjoyment out of it. So just based on its longevity and what it meant to me as a kid watching it with my family and now as a father watching it with, uh, with the family that I've created, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a 12 for me. Okay. Um, I either give it a 10 and a, 10 and a half or an 11. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked uh, most moments in this movie, um... Um, there was some sentimental parts, as with my number one ranking, and, um, yeah, I really enjoy this Christmas movie. I've always enjoyed Christmas movies. Alright, so, we've given you our, our favorite moments, we've given you our ratings, now we're going to rank them. So again, these three movies we've watched, at least for the last three years, maybe longer... Um, I imagine these are going to be in the rotation for several years to come. Um, don't see anything knocking them off anytime soon. Um, we may have some additions along the way, but I can't see us making any subtractions with these three. This is the golden trilogy, uh, if you will. So, um, Dom, do you want to rank first? Do you want me to rank first? Um, I think I'll rank first. Okay. In my number one spot, I will have a Christmas vacation. Um, it has the most days of Christmas on my little list here. And, um, for number two, I will have a Christmas story because it has the second most days of Christmas. And then I'm assuming you know what comes next in the number third spot, and that would be Elf. It has the lowest days of Christmas on my list. But I love all three of these movies. They are all amazing. So I also had Elf as my number three movie. Again, if you have been listening to this podcast, you probably figure out what my, uh, what my rankings here are. So my other two were flipped though from Dominic. So I had vacation as my number two. And then I had Christmas story as my number one. But like Dominic says, these are, these are all wonderful movies. Um, I haven't gotten tired of watching them yet. Maybe that day will come. I hope not. And I don't think so, to be honest. So um, if there is something that knocks one of these three out of our main three, uh, main rotation, then great. Cause that's going to be a wonderful movie and I can't wait to see whatever that movie might be. But for now, these are our three favorites. Right. I think I already have that movie. Uh Oh, what? It's the grumpy cat Christmas. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you've seen the grumpy cat Christmas, uh, apologies. Uh huh. It's like a little inside joke 
thing. <laughs> it is. Dominic was really into Grump- Grumpy Cat one year, and mm-hmm. the Grumpy Cat Christmas came out, and we did watch that movie, and uh, he thought it was pretty funny. Like, I think he was maybe six. Yeah. I'm going to guess he was about six. I thought it was second grade, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was second grade, so, I thought. Six or seven years sure. old. And um, all of the rest of us went along with it. <laughs> we watched it for him. Because it's Christmas and you do things for other people at Christmas time. Uh, so we were glad that he enjoyed it then. We're um, maybe even more glad that he's not serious about watching it now. Mm-hmm. Or are you? <laughs> I think I'll take my leave. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in on this extra special holiday edition and our second ever podcast of Geeks and Peeps. We appreciate uh, you joining us, and we'd love to hear your comments on these movies, your rankings, movies that we've missed, scenes that we should have included. Um, we'll take uh, we'll take all the feedback here, and we'd love to get into two discussions about uh, these films and all kinds of other things along pop, pop culture. And hopefully, we'll have more mm-hmm. for you in 2019. Probably a couple months in, though. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. No. Nope. <laughs> but subscribe anyway. Eventually, mm-hmm. we'll we'll do another one of these. So. Got to wait for that faithful day. Until then, uh, enjoy your holiday, whatever it may be, and uh, we will talk to you again in the new year. Mm -hmm. This has been Geeks Geeks and Peeps. Peeps. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night.